Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach, Denton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. Before he goes out, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's give God some praise. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. You guys may have a seat. Everyone, y'all may have a seat this evening. Amen. Well, the time has come. The time has come. Amen. 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 Before I get started, I forgot some. Has anybody seen my Bible? You guys see my Bible? Anybody over there? Oh, oh, appreciate it, man. Thank you. I don't know where I would be without this. Come on now. Come on. Notebook, notebook, notebook. Anybody? Notebook? (laughs) Man, I said, you youth, you guys are ready. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you. Oh, man. Hey, thank y'all. Come on. Before I get started, though, I do want to just take the quick time, and I want to thank my pastor, Ms. Carla, for allowing me to be up here real quick, to be up here, to be able to give God's word and be able to present whatever God has put in my heart. But just how we were just going into this right now, I can be so excited about something, so excited to get a message out, and then forget to be prepared to bring the stuff that I need up here. You guys just saw that again? We, we played it out. Guys, don't forget. I didn't forget my Bible. We did it. We're good actors, I know. But there's many times that as believers, we wake up, we put our clothes on, we put our shirts on, our pants on, our shoes, but forget to spiritually get dressed every morning, every night, every afternoon. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about that, being dressed. And the title of this message is Let's Get Ready to Rumble. Come on, church. Let's get ready to rumble. Hallelujah. We were talking before services, the middle of services. Somebody thought I was gonna, the little mic was going to drop from the middle of it. Let's get ready to <laughs> rumble. <laughs> but today I want to minister and talk to you guys of a, a, a topic that God has put in my heart so heavy that as believers, we can be so excited and go out there and any or anybody in this place, we can be so excited to go and go and go, but forget to get spiritually dressed. Amen. We forget to get spiritually dressed. Because if it's times that we don't get we don't get dressed. Time, there's many times that if we don't get dressed, we have missed opportunities. We have many missed opportunities. If we don't if we're not waking up and seeking the Lord every morning, if we're not seeking seeking the Lord every afternoon, let me just make a pause real quick here. The morning shouldn't be the only time we should be praising the Lord. Sunday's morning should not be the only time we should be praising the Lord. Come on, church. Wednesday nights should not be the only time we're praising the Lord. This word is so awesome that I'm excited. This is a great opportunity. I love to talk about this because it happened physically at work in a way. For example, at work, I have a, there was a time where I was a regional manager you know, I had the opportunity, we stepped down from that position so I can 
could have a, a better opportunity to go and share the gospel, amen? So I don't have to travel no more. I don't have to do any of that. I focus on the word of God. I focus on God's mission, what he has put in my heart. So in that job, that position, there was a time where my, it was, I think I was three weeks into that job. I was having a team's meeting with one of my directors. We were talking. We were talking. He was showing me something through our teams, and he was able to see me. I was able to see him. I printed something out in my printer, so I got up off my seat, and I went to go grab that piece of paper from the printer. When I came back, the first thing he told me, he said, John, are you wearing jeans? I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I am. Let me remind you that I was RM. I was a regional manager for that position, so I had to wear a button-up shirt. I had to wear slacks. I had to wear shoes. I had to have uh, nice shoes on. I had to, my shirt had to be tucked in, ready for in case in any season something would happen. I would be able to give a, have a meeting with a director of the facility. I would have to have a meeting with the executive director of a department. Or if I would have to pick up my stuff and go travel to a location in case I needed to have a meeting. So I had to be ready at all times. And when he put, he put a pause and says, John, are you wearing jeans? I said, yes, sir, I am. All right. Well, I don't know if you guys know how Teams, Microsoft Team works. He's able to share his screen. He popped up the policy book. I said, John, look here. Just want to remind you that this is what the policy says. <laughs> no jeans. <laughs> Straight up said, no jeans. Okay. A couple of days later, we had, a, we had a, a big regional manager meeting with all the directors and the regional managers for the state of Texas. And I can tell you in that meeting, there was a part of the, part of the meeting that, that we talked about policy and our apparel, how we had to dress up for, for, the, for our, our daily days. And that, that part, I, I loved it just because it was like, man, we had to talk about it. He had to talk about because we weren't prepared. We weren't ready. When we woke up, I decided to wear jeans instead of what I'm supposed to wear. In the, in the morning, we know that we're supposed to be spiritually dressed, but are you waking up putting on the full armor of God every morning? Come on, church. Are you putting on the full armor of God every morning? The word of God is powerful. Amen. Ephesians 6, chapter, verse 10 says this. We got it up there. Right. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. For against the evil rulers of authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against the evil spirits of the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of the evil, time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be able to stand firm, stand against, stand on, stand on the ground, putting on the belt of truth, the belt, the body of armor of God's righteous for shoes put on the peace that comes with the good news so that you will be able to you will be furry you will be fully prepared in addition to all of these hold up the shield of faith and stop the fury the arrows of the devil put on the salvation of of your helmet and put on the sword of the spirit which is the word of God Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, God, for this opportunity. God, I thank you for the word that you have put in our hearts, God, to go out there and be ministered into you, Lord, God, to be able to share it all around the world, God, the importance of being dressed, 
spiritually, God. Anoint my mouth, anoint my tongues, Lord. Speak through us, speak through me, God, and have your way. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen, amen. I love that Paul, Paul, wrote that, Paul wrote that, and it's the importance of teaching us to be prepared. The importance of us being able to be ready to stand against the enemy when he comes after you. Can I tell you something real quick? That the enemy wants to destroy you. Oh, oh. The enemy wants to destroy you. Young people, the enemy wants to destroy you. So if we know that, if we know that the enemy comes after us every single morning, if he comes after us every single time, he has, a, he has an opportunity. Why not for us to be, have, have ready and be, have, be ready in the morning, every evening, every afternoon, and be ready to put our full armor of God on? Why shouldn't we be prepared and get ready if the enemy's trying to come against me? Well, let me stand up then. Let me stand up then. Let me, st- let me stop waiting and sitting back and letting the enemy do what he wants to do in my life. Why don't we stand up as believers, as Christians in this people and in this place, hallelujah, and stand up for the word of God. God is so powerful. God is so great that there's many times that we can just sit back because we've heard it here many times as well that if you're not, if you might be in the middle of a battle right now. You might have walked into this place heavy heart. You might have heard some news that, you, don't want, you didn't want to hear this morning or this week. that You had some news that you're in the right place because we serve the God that is still alive. Amen. You might, you might, out of, you might have just walked out of, a, out of a battle. You might have just walked out of your battle. Right now you're, you're, you're thanking God. God, thank you for getting me out of that. God, thank you for getting me out of the storm that I was in. Even when I was in the darkest valley, God, you were still with me. Amen. And let me tell you, you might be walking into a battle tomorrow. You might be walking into a battle next week. You might be getting, walking into a battle, but the awesome part about God's word, that it is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The word of God does not change. The word of God doesn't Our feelings change. That's what we got to be careful. Our feelings change, but the word of God does not change. And it says that we can stand against any enemies. We can stand against any, any, any arrows that the enemy throws our way. Let's be ready. Let's put on the full armor of God. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, says this, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him. Be strong in your faith. Remember that your family, the believers all over the world, are going through the same kind of suffering you are. The same kind of suffering you are. Let me pause on, on that one real quick where it says like a roaring lion. Let me tell you, the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Amen. The devil is a liar. He is like a lion. He wants to be the lion, but he is not the lion. But we make him the lion at times. There's times where we, can, we make him bigger than what he is. We start, we start making this guy bigger than he is. He really is. The word of God Jesus, we name the name, we say the name of Jesus, and the Bible says that demons have to flee in the name of Jesus. And we've seen it many times, especially when we go downtown, we start preaching, there's people that start saying, oh, they're worshipers, they're worshipers. I said, man, in the name of Jesus, come on, in the name of Jesus, they start running. They start running. (laughs) It's so awesome to see because they start fleeing in the name of Jesus. That there's many, that we have to stand firm. 
And I love, I love watching Animal Planet because we, we can learn a lot from Animal Planet. Come on. We can learn a lot from Animal Planet because I was, we were thinking of the, the mama bears and the mama bears. The mama bears protect how they protect their cubs. Right? Their cubs. When somebody tries, when a cub tries to, when, when uh, some, something's, or a lion, something's trying to destroy the cub, the mama bear's the first one there. Don't mess with my kid. Don't mess with my kids. I want to call out to the mama bears this morning. Are we praying, the mama bears, are you guys praying in the morning for your children? Are you putting a full protection over their lives every morning? Are you, are you praying for, the, for the, the blood of Christ to cover them wherever they go, into the schools, into their neighborhoods, into wherever they're at, wherever they go? Are you praying for them? Same thing with you papa bears. Are you praying for your kids? Are you praying for your children? Because we can look at, you can drive around through UNT, you can drive around Denton itself, just Denton. We can see so much things that are out there. But we can be fully prepared. We can, hey, let me pray for myself. For forget to pray for our kids. Oh, because I only had 30 minutes to pray in the morning because I only woke up 30 minutes before I had to so I can get to work, so I can rush to work. So I only had 30 minutes to protect me. What if we wake up two hours early? Let me challenge you guys. I mean, what, what if we wake up an hour, 30 minutes early? Cover your whole family, your cousins, your grandpa, your grandma. Why don't we wake up again? The, these type of battles is what we like to see. We have to see these. We have to wake up. We, I know physically we can't see my kids getting attacked. Physically, I can't see my, my, my parents being attacked. But I know they go through some fights. I know they're going to go through some battles. So why not let me stand up? God, protect them. Lord, protect them. Guide them, Lord God. Are we standing up like the mama bears are, like the papa bears are protecting their cubs? Are you protecting your children this evening, this morning? Are you protecting your children this morning? Romans 13, thir Romans 13 verse 1 or verse 11 says this. This is more urgent for you now. How late it is. Time is running out. Time is running out. Let me, let me stop there real quick. The Bible says time is running out. Time is running out for you. Time is running out for us. My grandpa, one thing my grandpa told me, I love, I love hearing my grandpa even just talk. I'm like that kid. I don't got to talk to him, but I can just hear him talk and talk. But there was one thing that he told me, and it was so powerful. He said, how many more Sundays do we need to do, for, to do God's work? How many Sundays do you need to be able to share the gospel with others? How many more Sundays do you need to be able to like, oh, I'm not fighting against my coworker. I'm fighting against the spirits that, the, that are in that place. How many more Sundays do we need for us to stand up and say, God, I surrender all to you. I surrender all to you. Amen. We surrender all to you, God. Because the enemy, the enemy wants to keep us distracted. This Wednesday, there was a powerful message. If you guys haven't heard it, go back to YouTube and watch it. The Battles of Our Minds. It was a powerful, great message. And in that message, our pastor was talking about, he mentioned that, I said, the enemy sees you distracted and he ain't even got to mess with you. He's just got to scoot back and let you be distracted yourself. First thing you reach into is that Facebook. 
First thing we reach into it is, uh, is our work. First thing we reach into, hey, did that person deposit the money that they said they were going to deposit yesterday? It's the first thing that we can reach to. I was like, how's my kids? How, are they doing great? Are they okay? Because the first thing, that's what we can quickly re- go to. The enemy wants to keep you distracted. Because we all have a job this morning. We all have a job. You have, a, you have an assigned duty for you to go do and share the gospel. But he wants to keep you distracted. And if we're not prepared, if we're not waking up in the mornings, if we're not seeking the Lord, God, put the person in front of me that you need me to speak to. And not just today, God, but tomorrow. And not just, not just today, Lord God, but this evening. Every, every single moment. Again, we talked about it. Hey, man, come on, let's give God some praise. We just talked about it. We shouldn't be praising. We shouldn't only be seeking the Lord in the mornings. We shouldn't only be seeking the Lord in the evenings. I don't know how many of you guys, but not me, I don't know how many of you guys can only eat one time a day. <laughs> I hear all them giggles because I know it's true. Goodness. But we think we can spiritually get fed if we read the Bible one time a day. Oh, I got my morning verse in. I read it. I'm good. I got my vitamin. I'm good. Again, this is why I love this church. This is why I love the, the things that I have learned in this church. That it is not about just the vitamin in the morning, but it's about the, what we're eating throughout the day. It is what we're eating throughout the day. So that's what I want to ask you today. What are you eating throughout the day? Are you eating more time? And we can see it in our phones. We can see it in our phones at where we're at, but you can see what, what you're spending most of your time in. Now, technology is weird. Some of you guys might have blocked that page off so you guys don't see it. But you can still see it. You can see what, what you're spending more time on your phone. Come on, glory God. Glory to God. So what are you guys eating this evening? What are you guys eating this morning? I said the full armor of God. My kids, one thing that I forgot to mention in the morning service, my kids love that song as well. As I am a Christian, a mighty, mighty Christian. They love that song. It's a, it's a, it talks about the full armor, and it, I love it. And they made it, an, it's a nursery song, but many believers, again, think that, oh, it's a nursery song. It, it's a kid's song. That doesn't apply to us. Man, the word of God is for us. The word of God is just for you and I this morning. The word of God does not change, amen. And I want to give you guys three quick reasons of why to apply the full armor of God this morning. Of why to apply the full armor. I know, again, we were talking about, nurse, we were talking about little uh, children's nursery song. But in this one, this full armor, this armor fits all sizes. Doesn't matter how big you are. Doesn't matter how small you are. Doesn't matter how, how old you are or how young you are. Doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account. Doesn't matter how little you have in your bank account. It applies. It fits all sizes. That's the part. It fits all sizes. I like to think about it as well. Back in the day, you know, when we were in school, I know all you guys, we were in school, first day of school, you remember? Put your pants out, put the shirt out, put the kicks on, put the kicks ready, get them, get them ready for, you're right there sleeping right next to your clothes so it doesn't get wrinkled so you can get ready. Oh, yeah, I got some good clothes I'm aware. We prepared for that, right? We prepared for that. We get everything fitted on. But the thing about that first day of school, the next day you have to apply it. Again, the full armor of God. 
It's out there laid out for you. It's ready for us to grab. But are you applying the word of God to your life this morning? That's the question for you this evening. Are you applying the word of God to you this evening or this morning? Are you applying the word of God to you so I can, Lord, put the helmet of salvation. Lord, I need your shield because I know that the enemy wants to take me out. Lord, put the, put the shoes on, Lord God, because back in the one interesting part of that I read about the Romans, when they wore the shoes on, there wasn't no normal leather shoes, but they had little cleats in the bottom of it. They had little cleats, little things in the bottom, so whenever they took long roads, whenever they took long walks, again, there was no I-35. Let me shock you guys there. There was no I-35 back then. So when you walk, they walked, they would walk, they would walk, they would have cleats in their shoes. So when they stand, when they're ready to fight, it's like a lineman, like a lineman in a football. You're ready to go. They're ready. It, it just puts them a, a stronger ground for them to get ready to fight. So I need that. We need that this morning. We need, to, we need to apply the word of God. We need to apply the full armor this morning. Amen. 1 Samuel 17, 38 and 40 says this. Then Saul gave David his own armor, the bronze helmet and a coat of males. David put it on and strapped on the sword over it and took, a, took the strap, took a step or two and see what it was like. For he had never worn such a thing before. I can't go in this, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took it off. In the scripture, he was a, David was about to go attack, ready to go fight the, 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 the Goliath in our lives. He's ready, he was ready to go attack Goliath. But then somebody was like, Saul said, hey, put this on. Well, I guess if you're going to go, put all this on so you can go fight. The reason why I thought about that is, is many believers as well try to put on stuff that we don't, it's not supposed to be for us. We try to carry other stuff that's not supposed to be for us this morning. We start looking at other people's life. We start thinking of other people's worlds like, man, if only I can have all that stuff. If only I could, the, the grass isn't always green on the other side. Amen. We start looking at other people's life and like, man, if I can only have that car. Man, if I can only have that house. But forget that there was times that the other person had to get into their prayer room and pray for everything that they have. They had to do a lot. They had to put in work. They had to put in work. It's not just handed to them. He had to put in work. Some of us might be walking around wearing that baby gap clothes on. Clothes that don't fit. Tight clothes on, spiritually, in a way. We might be, clothes that doesn't fit you, the word of God fits you. Apply it to your word. Read it so you can apply it to yourself. Amen. And with every, amen. With everything that we're saying this morning, go back and read it. Go back and apply it to yourself. Go, up, go back and read these scriptures. Again, they're, they're, they fit every size. Amen. Number two, the opportunities. The time is running out. When I thought about this, the opportunities that I, I, me and my mom laugh about it quite a bit because when at the time I was 15 years old, I introduced my mom and my whole family actually to, uh, we, we introduced them, I introduced my girlfriend at the time to my, to my mom's. I walked into the house and said, mom, this is my girlfriend, 15 years old. Yes, I know, kind of hard. 
And at that time, my mom, I'm, the, one of the first words she said that came out of her mouth, and she's right there. She can tell you this. I, I'm not lying. The first words that came out of my mom's mouth said, if, if she, told the, she told the girl, she told that girl at that time, if you don't go to church with us on Sundays, you're not able to see my son for that week, for that whole week. And guess what I did? Well, she's gone. I, I done lost her now. She's long gone. Mama, all right. <laughs> that was it. That was it. But I'll tell you the truth. The, the, the girlfriend at the time that my mom told that to, she's sitting over there, and she's my wife now. Amen. She's my wife, my beautiful wife. And we're, we have the opportunity now to go and plant a church in Dallas. Again, the, oppor the opportunity of being ready and being set. My mom, man, she's a prayer warrior. I know she is. I can't imagine if she wasn't prayed up that day and, and she, she, never said that, she never said those words to my, my, my wife, where would we be right now? Again, mama bears, protect your cubs. Amen? Mama bears, protect your cubs, even if it's hard words like that. Hey, you can't see, you, you can't see my son if you don't come to church. Hey, in 15 years, man, now we're giving thanks to my mom. I'm thankful for my mom for saying those words. Amen? Amen. John 9, John chapter 9, verse 4 and 5. It says, we, we must quickly carry out the task assigned, assigned us by the one who sent us. The night is coming, and then no one can work. But while I am here on earth, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. You are the light of the world. You are. Amen. We are supposed to stand up, be the lights of this world. Apply everything in our, apply the word of God in our hearts. Apply it daily. Apply it every morning, every evening so we can stand up. Again, when we go to Dallas, I want to make sure that we're the lighthouse in that street. I want to make sure that we're the lighthouse in that street. I want to ask you this morning, are you the lighthouse in your house? Men, we've been in this place. <laughs> men, are, men are built. Men are built in this place. Amen. Are the men, are you guys the light of the house in your household? Families, are you the lighthouse? Is your house the lighthouse of that street? Church, are we the lighthouse of the city? We should have people running in this place because we have the answer to cancer. We have the answer to sickness. We have the answer to broken marriages. We have the answer. To, hallelujah. We have the answer. But I can guarantee you this. For an example, I'm going to put a thought on your mind. If you had a million dollars, yeah, ooh, a million dollars, a million dollars. But the, 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 the thing, the, the curveball of it all, you had to talk to 100 people, and all 100 of you guys had to go and spend the money. You had to get 100 people, random people, not people that you know, but uh, random people. I can guarantee you that you would be so quick. Hey, I need you. Come here. Follow me. Hey, I need you. Follow me. Hey, I need you. Come here. Follow me. Come on. I need you. Just follow me. I'll tell you later, but just follow me. That might be the first time people even talk to strangers in a way. Come on, church. And we should be out there so hungry. Hey, look, I see that, I see that you're, you're fighting some things this morning. I see that you're fighting some things this week. 
And I want you to come. Come on. I want you to pray with you. I want to pray with you. After that, after we pray, I want you to invite you to church. I want to I show you, man, the God that saved my life. The God that healed me and my wife. Because the doctors, again, the doctors said that we were not able to have any children. The doctor said we were not able to have any children. I love doctors. I'm thankful for them. But the doctor said I was not able to have any children. Now we're taking four back to Dallas with us. We're taking four back to Dallas with us. We're taking four back to Dallas with us. <laughs> Again, many, we, we joke around quite a bit as well as, man, mom, my mom took us out of Dallas. She did so, she, she tried so hard to get us out of Dallas. She bought an amazing, my parents bought an amazing house over here. They did their best to get us out of Dallas. I told her we were joking around, but mom, I only came to Denton to pick up my wife. I'm rolling back. <laughs> I'm rolling back, mama. Amen. I, I just came back and pick up my wife, mama. How many all over this place know who Mordecai Ham is? You don't got to lift your hand up, but Mordecai Ham. It's not a popular name. It's not very popular in a way. Mordecai Ham. But this is the evangelist who led Billy Graham to Jesus. Mm. We all know who Billy Graham is. I was trying to do a research on how many, how many souls he has, how he has spoken to, how many people has he ministered to. It, was, it wasn't a clear number. It was a lot. It was a lot of zeros after all that. So, but more, if, again, the opportunity is so important. If Mordecai Hamden had not spoken to, to Billy Graham and has said, hey, Young men, you're a sinner. Come to Jesus. Where would Billy Graham be? Where would all those other souls be? Again, it's the opportunity of us being dressed, for us being prepared for our hearts, our minds, everything being spiritually dressed to seek the Lord because we don't know the opportunity that we might miss if we don't. So I challenge you guys, wake up in the morning. Wake up in the evening. Wake up wherever what time ever you wake up, but don't stop. Keep it going. Seeking the Lord, amen? A couple months ago, or not a couple months ago, but a couple years ago, before we were really plugged in into the church, it was going to say, me and my brother, I know he would laugh right now, but there was times that we would wait in line just to meet famous people. I think the most, the most that we've ever waited, we've you know, waited for celebrities, waited for football players, but one that I remember that I can't even think why we even did it now, but we waited almost four, three to four hours to, to, just to say hi to DeMarcus Ware. A couple seconds even, just a couple seconds. But we waited almost around the mall. It was, a, it was a long wait. But I know we can't unscramble scrambled eggs. But, man, if I only had the opportunity, again, he might, be a, he, might, he might already be saved. But I don't know. But I still would say it. Man, do you know who Jesus Christ is? If I would have waited four hours and, hey, and say those words, hey, I'll be more than glad. I'll, yeah, let's wait. Come on. But again, I don't know how your life is. I don't know if you wake up every morning and, hey, do you even say to the person right next to you at co your co-worker? Some of you guys are probably even five feet away from your co-workers and haven't even mentioned the name of Jesus once. Some of us have a lot of cousins, a lot of family members that don't even know that you go to church every single Sunday. Again, guys, I'm preaching to myself here. I'm preaching to myself here. 
Because the word of God, man, the word of God has done so much in my life for me to sit back and watch. And I've, I've said it many times that I've seen so much in my life that what have God has done in my life for me to sit back. Don't sit back this evening. Don't sit back this morning. Keep on doing God's work. Do God's work. If you haven't done it yet, start now. Just as we read a little while ago, the time is running out. We're all, time is running out. We all have an expiration date. The Bible says that everyone's appointed once to die, then comes judgment. The Bible also says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. If we have the opportunity to do it right now, Lord, (laughs) I surrender all, God. I don't want the money. I don't need the house, the beautiful house that we just have. I don't want none of that. I don't want the cars. I don't need none of that. God, I need you. Lord, I need you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many times, many times again, many times we can go out to street preaching. We can go out there preaching the word of God in downtown Denton. Again, I challenge you all, get out there. You will see so much. And then once you see it, you're going to want to go out there more because there is enemies. There's people that want to take you out. The enemy wants to take you out. You will clearly see it out there. That those people that are there ready to take you out, cussing you out, flipping you off, the, their kids are going to the same schools you are, your kids are. But again, we get so comfortable watching a football game on a Thursday night instead of going out there and sharing the word. Come on, church. We get so excited about doing what God, doing what the world, the devil wants, has us distracted there by, while there's people that are fighting in downtown Denton. For your children, fighting for your parents, fighting for the people that are right next to you right now. We can go out to the city, we can go out to the downtown cities, we can we can say everything we can say. We can do everything so right. And then when we let's say for ex- for example, if we go out to eat, and then you feel led to pray for that waiter. We feel led to pray for that waiter. And I like how Pastor, Pastor Marshall puts it in times. He says, we turn into Pee Wee Herman. We turn into the little man. Because well, I don't think it's right. I don't think it's a perfect time. Man, if I, you feel led to pray for somebody, pray for somebody. Because you don't know the opportunity that you might miss. Don't, don't let it pass by. We've seen it. My family, we've seen it many times. Things have happened because time, things, things are passed by and they missed the opportunity. So don't miss the opportunity, amen? Number three, forgiveness. That's one way for the devil to keep us quiet. We have to learn how to forgive this morning. I'm not sure who has, maybe one of you guys, everybody all over this place, we've all fought with that before. Have you forgave someone that has done you so bad this morning? Many of us can carry, carry that on and go on and on and on and on. While the other person's living life, going on with their day. I, th- I think about this because my kids, man, I, I use my kids a lot, and I will always use my kids a lot because they're, God, God gave them to me so I can use them, amen? <laughs> amen. So my kids, man, I can always see my oldest daughter. My oldest daughter, she's neat. She's organized. She has her things lined out perfect. She has some, some things. If, if one of my other daughters touches her things, Woo. Dad, they're touching my stuff. Dad, they're doing this. Dad, they're touching my stuff. They start touching each other's stuff, and now my oldest has some type of grudge in them. 
She has some type of grudge while my other two daughters are over there eating ice cream, enjoying life. Again, I love how God puts that in me, man. Many of, many of us, many believers, many people in this place might be holding a grudge, holding a, something inside of their hearts that keep, that keep them from going and seeking the Lord while the other person is living their life. Come on, church. Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. For anger, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. We have to learn how to forgive this evening. We have to learn how to forgive this morning. We have to learn to forgive no matter what time of the day it is. We have to learn how to forgive. Hallelujah. We have to stop allowing the enemy just to, again, dangle those carrots, keeping us quiet in a way. We got to break out. We, that's, why, that's why it's so important. One thing that I've learned from this church, one thing that I've learned is to prepare yourself. Get yourself ready. Waking up. If we wake up a couple hours early, do it. Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's hard. It's hard. But if it was easy, everybody would do it. So wake up a little earlier. Pray for your kids. Pray for your family. Pray for every, you know, we got pastors out there right now that are pastoring a church. Wake up early. Pray for them. Throw them in your prayer wall. Get them going. Encourage them. Amen. Unforgiveness is only hurting ourselves. That's why we apply the word. Apply the full armor of God every single morning. Apply the word of God every single morning, every single evening, every single night. Amen. If I can have every head bowed and eyes closed all over this place. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We have to rely on the word of God. We get to rely. The word is there for us. The word of God is right there for us. We can open the Bible at any, any, any scripture. We can open the Bible and that scriptures are just for us. The Bible does not change. It is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The word of God does not change. If he says he can heal cancer, he can heal cancer. If my God can heal forgiveness, he can heal forgiveness. We can all do more. We can all do more. We can all get ready. We can all apply more for ourselves, more for our families. Ephesians 6 says, pray in the spirit at all times and in every occasion. Pray in the spirit at all times and every occasion. If you're in the darkest valley right now of your life, pray. Seek the Lord. If you're in the highest mountain right now, you feel like you got it all. Pray. Seek the Lord. It says in all occasions. Again, the word of God is living and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's for us this morning. So if there's anybody in this place, front to back, side to side, I want to have the opportunity, I want to give the opportunity for anybody all over this place.
If you've been fighting through some fights that, that ha are, have been tough, have you been fighting through some fights that I you're saying, Lord, I'm here right now because I want you. And the Bible also says that if I seek you wholeheartedly, I will find you. God, and I want all of you. I don't, I don't want the things that I have because all they do is bring me down, God. But I know that I want to join your team and I want to be in your team because you are the winning God. You are the God that defeated hell, death, and the grave. So if that's you this morning, if that's you all over this place from left to right, if you're watching online, you can, if you can pick up your hand and you can put it right back down, I want to pray for you this morning. Amen. I see your hands. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And again, for the people that are watching online, you can be in the middle. You might be in the middle of a fight right now. You might be in the middle of a, of a bar right now, wherever you're at. It might be, it's, it's time now to repent. It is time now to let go of the things that you're fighting. It is time now because I, we just read it. Time is running out. So I want to make another call all over this place. And there's been a times, there, have, there might have been a time where you lifted up your hands before or, or you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And yes, we were, you were so fired up because you, you had the full spiritual uh, wardrobe on. You were set. You were ready. But then there was a time that maybe that one day you didn't get up early that morning or you didn't pray that night or something happened and you let your guard down and the enemy brought you down. So I want to give that call, that opportunity as well. If there was somebody in this place, all over this place, anyone all over this place, if you want, if you want to rededicate your life to Jesus Christ, you can pick your hand up and you can put it right back down. I want to also pray with you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's stand all over this place in reverence of the Lord. Let's, let's continue to seek the Lord. I want to I make a call real quick. Because we know that it's about going out there, being spiritually dressed before we go. We have to be ready for us to go and do the, share the gospel. Do the word. Do the word that God has put in our hearts. But I want to make a call this morning for the hand that went up to make another step of faith that the, you have an army behind you. You have an army with you that if you can come up to the front and we want to pray with you in agreement and all together we want to pray with you. With that being said, come on, let's give them a praise. Let's give them some hand. We want to pray with you this morning. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Let's Don't let the enemy start stirring your mind up. Don't let the enemy keep you back now. This is the time where we got to rise up. This is the time where you got to rise up, defeat the enemy from the mind battles that he's fighting with you right now. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. I want to read a scripture and I want to take a little second, a couple more seconds. And Matthew 10 says this Therefore, whoever confesses me before a man, him I will also confess before my Father 
<laughs> who is in heaven. But whoever denies me in front of before man, him I will also deny before my father who is in heaven. The reason why I love reading that scripture because that scripture changed my life. I played both sides of the fence. I was that believer that came to church on a Sunday and checked the boxes, but when I would go home, I would be able to scream louder for the cowboys who had no idea who I was. I was screaming louder for them, and I was shouting, go, 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 go. But when it came to the word of God, I, I would clap to come to church, and I knew what to do. But that scripture, if it wasn't for that, that scripture changed my life. Because there was a time where I said, Lord, if I didn't keep denying you, and the Bible says we're appointed once to die. If I keep denying you, you're going to deny me in front of your father? Hallelujah. Repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I need a savior. Forgive me from all my sins and wash me clean. I confess and believe with my heart that you sent your one and only son, born of a virgin, lived a perfect life, died, and on the third day, he rose again. Lord, I ask you to take control of my life, wash me clean, and write my name. In the Lamb's book of life. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God some praise. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, go to our website at vwotexas.com.